So obviously this week we are back in Singapore for the first time in a while, or what it feels like a while. How long has it been? It's been ages. Or did we go there last year? Yeah, Sergio 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 won last year. year. Yeah, but obviously then there was a break with COVID. I completely forgot. But I am wearing very appropriate socks today. I think I'll show you. One one second. There you go. So I got these in my drive crate. They say Singapore on them. God, my well, I have no hair on my legs, do I? Welcome to the 107 podcast with <laughs> this week. Uh, we will be previewing. I feel uh, we're going to get flagged. Oh, yeah. Inappropriate, inappropriate content. content. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yes, this week we are, yeah, we're in Singapore. Uh, we are. For, I love this race. Yes. A gr- hopefully a great race. Uh, I read a statistic that over the, uh, there is a 100% chance of a safety car based on previous races Uh, and also that of the 13 times the race has been run there have been 22 safety cars wow so So, there you go safety cars a race on at well almost on average yeah so no i i like it it's um it was a first night race and it still has that special feeling even though we do have a couple more night races it's just something about seeing those cars under the lights you know, it's the, probably the closest you'll get to seeing what they look like in real life because the colours just don't pop as much mm. on TV, and it's a it's a super hard, super technical track as well. So yeah, it really gets the best out of the drivers. It's the most demanding track of the year, physically, yeah. as far as I'm aware. Um, I should have asked Kevin. Uh, you know, should have done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but your bef- bestie. Yeah, my, my new bestie. Um, yeah. I say new, um, but so before we get into that. Um, uh, actually, also, their Instagram handle is at F1 Night Race, which is just incredibly cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before we get into that, we have stumbled upon arguably what it, the best book ever written. Haven't oh we? yeah, definitely. In the history of mankind. Honestly, this thing, like, screw the Bible. This thing <laughs> is... Harry Potter better. or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, JK who? No idea. Or Game of Thrones. Um, or yeah, anything so like that. we we need to talk what's, about this. What's book. like the Oscars equivalent of a book? Is it the Turner the, Prize or something like that? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's it's gonna. It has to clean win and sweep it. Yeah. Um, but so we are talking. If you don't know, we are talking about a book by Anita Driver, who's written a couple of other books uh, about Formula One what, and what racing and stuff. What, what yeah, brilliant. As that it, might not be a real name. I have no idea. But she has written uh, a book, and purely based on the title, it deserves all of these awards. It is called Overtake My Heart, Thick Rick Races for Love. And it is book number one of 69, obviously, the (laughs) Daniel Ricciardo romance series. And essentially what she's done is she's written like a Fifty Shades of Grey type uh, erotic novel about Daniel Ricciardo. It's, It's insane. It is with hilarious. innuendos. Yes. So, for example, one of the innuendos is she could feel that he was harder than a Pirelli C1 tire as he crashed into her from behind, like, like she was Max in Baku 2018. How? How do you come up with stuff like that? Or, or another one, she needed him the way Nikita Mazepin needed his dad's money to get an F1 seat. <laughs> Like, how do you write this stuff? It's so good. Uh, hats off Genius. to the woman. 
absolutely Genius. brilliant. We will absolutely be delving into this book a little bit deeper, and we'll probably end up coming back and doing like like talking about our favorite bits in it because it is outrageous. Um, it is Ash, epic. You've bought the book already, right? You've hey, got I the Kindle straight away, straight away. Yes, I had the Kindle version, and I was skimming through it, and. There's some raunchy stuff in there, mate. Some what was stuff. what was the bit about how large is his thing? Do you wanna do you wanna oh do you wanna cover God. that bit? Because that was pretty. That was outrageous. I have to find, I have to find the page. I have um, to find the page. While you find the page, I'm gonna shout out Patrick, um, who uh, is a follower of ours on Instagram. He brought this to our attention. Um, okay. and uh, it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So thank you, Patrick. Um, but God, have you found the page? Have you found the I've, quote? I found the page. Please. So the character character's name is Emily, she, and uh, she's talking to her friend Lisa, right? So this is Emily's point of view. One thing led to another, and, well, you know, Lisa let out a squeal of delight, her grin widening. Oh, my God, Emily, tell me everything. How big was his front wing, if you know what I mean? <laughs> It gets better. It gets better. It gets it's better. So good. Wait, wait, no, no. It gets better. Was he only good for one lap, or can he handle an entire race distance? It's so well written. It is there's so more. well written. There's more. Did he spray his bottle of champagne? <laughs> it's fucking epic. It's so good. I, I cannot wait to read this whole thing, and we absolutely have to do an episode on it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Anita Driver. I don't know if you'll ever hear of this. Hats off. But just amazing, amazing. Also, if I was uh, an F1 driver, I would never let this go with Danny Rick. No, never. Not even, <laughs> not, not at all. I would I would bring it up at his funeral. Like, this is the level. If, if I'm Pierre Gasly or Nico Ulkenberg, that's my ammunition to yeah, fight back. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm just waiting for Lando to get in on the action. Oh uh, yeah, like people, people should just start calling him Thick Rick. Just Thick just, Rick. Just, that's that should I'm just surprised. be his names from now on. It's, it's strange that it's just not taken off as much because he did mention it in an interview, mm. and it kind of just died down. I don't but, know how. I don't yeah, know. I think because it's just like just an unknown book kind of thing. Because, and, I think it's because it's outrageous. Yeah, and it's and I was. Obviously, speaking with, um, is it Paul? Is it Paul? Yeah. Uh, when he messaged us, and he was like, "Ah, oh, I was just joking. Eh? It's like a Fifty Shades." Did I actually know how accurate that comment would be when I had a look at the book? Oh yeah, I've just skimmed through it, but there's mentions of Lando Norris, professional Twitch streamer. <laughs> the- <laughs> Apparently, he ghosts her. I, I mean, I don't want to ruin the book and stuff like that. No. But- if it's it's but, well worth if you've got a kindle it's well worth the two pound fifty and it's also like you can buy the, the physical version i'm buying the quid, physical version which i am totally ordering i'm i'm buying it and i'm buying the digital version this is i'm, I'm gonna frame incredible. it and put it next can to the we, daniel ricardo car can we maybe even put it out there uh that anita if you're watching this we will do the audiobook for free <laughs> we will do the audiobook for free. we'll do daniel ricardo's voice we'll do everything <laughs> we'll do it for free uh hit us up you you know where we are um, i couldn't find her or whoever it is on instagram but she must what, what, be somewhere 
Must be. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll find her. We'll, we'll find her. We'll definitely find her. Um, but yeah, the- you are a legend, honestly, an absolute legend. And if you're not invited by Danny Rick or Red Bull or Alpha Tauri to at least the Australian GP, oh yeah, th- th- what's wrong with the world? I, what is wrong with the world? I, it's it's. Let's be honest. F1 has been a bit slow recently, but this yeah. is probably the highlight of my season. Oh, I, I was thinking. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking, like, what could we do in between race weekends and yeah. the winter break? Oh, my God. We've got pages, pages of of epicness here. Absolute epicness. Check out some of these lines. Oh, no. All she could do now was wait and see where this unexpected pit stop would lead her. <laughs> 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 oh, and, and there was a mention of two-time world champion Nicholas Latifi in there. Ah, yes, perfect. <laughs> um, have you done the, the, the Sky quote as well? Shall I do no, that as well? Because that's that. an excerpt from the, from the book as well. Um, which is also incredible. And then we will, of course, move on. Um, and uh, so the quote is, <clears throat> I have to clear my throat for this because this is perfect. His neck had to be a Sky Q or Sky Glass customer, the way it pushed her red button in just the right way. Okay, I, I just have to... <laughs> uh, how do you come up with this stuff? It's so good. It's genius. It's, that is Sky Glass's new marketing campaign. Uh, honestly, okay. it should be, yeah. The last one, because I don't want to ruin mm. it for anyone, and we've got loads of stuff. <clears throat> so Daniel's talking to Lando. Mm-hmm. Look, Daniel, I'm only 17 years old, Lando reminded him, and I spent almost all of my 17 years playing video games, so I don't really have any experience with women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Daniel's also referred to as a man with the golden neck. And that is it. Right. No more. No, no more. more. Yes. No we will more. we'll come back soon and we will do <laughs> we'll do a book review. That's what we should do. We should do a book review and we should pick yeah. our favorite like excerpts from the book and we'll come 100%. back and we'll we'll review 100%. it. Um it's already got a five out of five. Like <laughs> I've given it six out of five. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely yeah. F- fair enough. Um yes. So that was thick Rick. Uh <laughs> uh but yes so this week uh we're obviously in singapore we are in singapore max is gonna win i mean if there's one race where he's not gonna be able to do it it's gonna be singapore with safety cars and the nature of the track yes true um also just how hard it is on the car if cars are gonna fail it's gonna happen at singapore most likely yeah, but yeah, it, it, he's he's going to win it. You know, he's just he's going to put it on pole. He's going to build up a lead, and he'll just control the race. Make sure he's not stressing out the engine, making any mistakes, and yeah, it'll probably be eleven in a row. Yeah, I think I think I think like it's it's ridiculous knowing that these drivers can lose as much as like three kilos in body weight just yeah. through like just doing this race which is absolutely outrageous um and it's it's something which is a spectacle not only for like viewers but also for the drivers as well like it's something that they really really enjoy being a part of outside of the almost dying from dehydration um then they they absolutely love this uh i also don't know if you saw the story about liam lawson did you see that 
Uh, no. So he said that his dad always promised that they would go to the Singapore Grand Prix. He would take him to watch the oh, Singapore nice. Grand Prix in Singapore, but they never got to go. But now he's driving in it, so he has invited his parents and obviously his dad uh, to come nice. and watch him race nice. in the Singapore Grand Prix, which is just, it's such a lovely, wholesome moment, um, yeah. which which is absolutely brilliant to see. But yeah, so this, this Grand Prix, uh, it obviously... It, it takes part at night, which is slightly annoying because I'm doing the half marathon in Copenhagen this weekend. And so I actually will have to watch this on the train and there is famously bad connection on the train. So I might just try my best to not watch it and then watch it when I get home. I, it depends um, how bad the the connection really is. But it's, what time will it it's be still like a normal to... time. So I think it's two o'clock for me. Yeah, one o'clock for you in the uk um but that's something i just wanted to bring up is that if you are planning on watching this grand prix please do double check the timings of everything check (laughs) when qualifying is on uh check when uh the free practices are on if you're a free practicer um have a look because it's slightly different times than you might expect that's all i say yeah, it's a it's a couple of hours earlier usually. So I've had it before where I've mixed up times and start times and stuff. So uh, the best thing I did was download the Formula One calendar from yes. the F1 website or their app, and it just notifies me thirty minutes beforehand that the race is starting. So all good, all good, no more mistakes. But um, yeah, no, I really like this track. It's technical. It's difficult. Um, it's actually fun to drive on the game mm, and yeah. even though we now have a couple more night races or day to night races as well, it's just got that something special as being the first night race and I was mentioning to you earlier, one of the things that you don't get across from the TV is just how the cars pop with the colour, like the orange mm, McLaren yeah. or back with the yellow Renault. Um, it's a little bit difficult now because the cars are mainly matte, yeah. but um Seeing the cars in Singapore on the TV is probably the closest you'll get to seeing them in real life and how they really pop with color. So um, I love it. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to quali and the race. And um, there's been some epic races uh, and some epic moments like that famous start with Verstappen. Uh, mad, Kimmy mad. The, the famous Seb. tweet as well. The, the famous tweet. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. that? Ah, the perfect. Ferrari tweet. The and Ferrari then they doubled tweet. down on it. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and then obviously one of the best qualifying laps ever uh, with Lewis. So, um, and then obviously we've had Crashgate there. <laughs> yes, true. Um, but I think the less said about Crashgate, the better. Um, yeah. I did, however, see a meme which was Alonso just saying to Stroll, so here's what you do. You crash here, <laughs> uh, which is brilliant. Um, and and then, just, sorry, just please want to mention on. quickly uh, about car liveries. Williams have their new livery here at Singapore Grand Prix. Yes, so Williams will be doing a, a fancy new livery, which was fan voted for, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, I love it when when companies do stuff like that and really get the fans involved. But it is the same livery for this weekend, Japanese Grand Prix, and I don't. it might be Qatar, but I don't think so. Okay. I can't remember. Uh, okay. But it's but it's uh, definitely the next two, which is exactly what McLaren have also done. So McLaren also well, has this see- shadow... Um, well, now you have to wear sunglasses and not papaya tinted glasses because mm, yes, they've got exactly. stealth mode, haven't um, they? Well, there's still the papaya on it, so I, I think wish I'm, you just said I that a little good. bit less papaya, but 
part of it is obviously their brand, but yeah. secondly, Mercedes is all black as well. So yeah, true. Quite, I can see what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do like the little bit of blue on it as well at the back near like where the exhausts are. Like there's just a teeny tiny little pop of blue, which I really like. Um, but I think that that livery is almost as good as the chrome livery for me personally. It's not quite as good, but it's up there for sure. I, I quite like it. I yeah. think it's quite good. I think it looks a lot more meaner. Mm, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like under the lights yeah and the the williams livery just looks quick it just looks quick <laughs> it's really really nice um i i think we should we should definitely cover the williams livery a little bit um it looks really really nice but it does remove the fancy little duracell branding at the top no it doesn't yes it does doesn't it no nope. duracell's still there D- is it yeah oh thank god because uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things on the car <laughs> that is so cool that is so um, cool Hold on, let me double check. Williams F1. Williams F1. No, not internship. Jesus Christ. Uh, Williams F1 uh, special livery. Where is it? I want to see. I want to see it. Oh, it is still there. You're right. I do yeah. apologise. Okay, cool. Well, they kept that. That's great. Uh, that that branding is perfect. Like, I, name one better uh, like branding partnership in terms of like like stuff like that that looks great on a car. Name one better. You can't. On uh, the current cars or in any car, any car, you can't name one better branding decision than the Duracell battery on the top of the car. You can't. I mean, I know we probably got used to it, but the Red Bulls with the ball over the engine cover yeah, is that's is also good. very clever. But I think this is even cleverer. Like I, it, I love it. It's so good. I'm just trying to think. And I then, can't think of anything else. I do. I mean. The cigarette liveried cars, you know, the Marlboro Ferrari, yeah. the uh, Rothman Williams, the... I really uh, like... So the the story about the... Um, uh, the story about, uh, oh God, what, Jordan and the, the yellow DHL car, that's also a pretty cool story as well. Um, they had the snake front as well and they would use where the front wing was attached as fangs. Yeah, so that, that stuff like that. Cool. That's also very cool. Or the, who was the uh, team that did the double, the double livery? F1 double... Double livery? What do you livery. mean double livery? Yeah, so they had, they weren't allowed to do a, yes, I found it. So it was, um, uh, so they wanted to do one livery for one car and one livery for another. And this was BAR, right? Um, okay. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to have, like I said, one car, one color, one car, another color. And the FIA said no. So what they did was they split the livery in half. So both cars had half of the livery on. Okay. Um, go- Google this one. Mm. Red Bull 2019 livery. They had a very special testing livery with like a geometric pattern. And it looks Oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I know. It's very, very cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I also like their 2021, which was supposed to be the Japan, the white one. It's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. I I think it's a shame that they don't have the Red Bull partnership anymore because they could have done something again at the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, Mm. You you never know. You never know. But yeah. uh, yeah. I know they're locked into branding and sponsors and stuff like that, but... When you see some of these cars, like just just a few more races, a whole season. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I I think that like I don't I don't think that there's one team now that hasn't done a special livery though, right? 
I think every single team has. But it should be a I don't rule. Think, I don't think Aston have done one. No, Aston haven't actually. But it should be a rule that they have to do a special livery once a year. That's true. That's it should true. be a rule. Like I think that it's just partners and sponsorships yeah. and stuff. Because then it'll be like, okay, what can we actually do? Because they're quite limited. Um, true. But Aston Martin could have done something for the like 110 years celebration at Silverstone. Could have, yeah. Like, like, like uh, you know what? Their livery's good anyway. Their yeah, car is stunning. Um, the, the green is beautiful. Yeah, so. it's, it's honestly, it's iconic. Um, so. But yes, yeah, so going back to Singapore and not talking about liveries. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that it will be, it will be a track that will suit, obviously, Aston Martin and also arguably McLaren a lot better um compared to red bull i think the red bull obviously have the they have the advantage for sure um but i think this is the track where especially because of safety cars and especially because of you know issues and different bits and pieces that could arise during the race this is definitely one of the races that could throw up a surprise and it has been said the entire time or like the entirety of the season this could be the race where something crazy happens um but knowing this f1 season nothing will happen every time we've said that nothing's happened nothing's we're happened. like uh okay you know monaco could be the one and it was almost the one but even with alonso pushing max still put on pole yeah. even with the rain max still got the win yeah I, I, I if you're looking at the stats yes singapore could be the race where it's most likely to happen but if it's going to happen, I reckon it'll be happening the most unlikely of of tracks. So, I think we're still going to see a Max win, um, but I'm going to go with Alonso and Lewis uh, completing the podium. I'm I'm still hoping for it because it technically was, but it wasn't. But I'm going for I'm going for I'm going to be brave and I am going to say an Alonso win. Oh, uh, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for an Alonso win. I've even put it in my F1 fantasy that I do at work that Alonso's going <laughs> to win. I'm going Alonso win. Yeah, I'm going Max second and I'm going Piastri third because I've got my orange papaya tinted glasses on. But I think Piastri third. Okay. But that is semi-outrageous considering he's never driven at the track. (laughs) I mean, the way he's been performing this season and with simulator work, I would Who knows? Yeah, who knows? uh, Um, If he puts in a good performance. Then again, that that does lean into your argument around maybe somebody like Lewis would be on the podium or at least scores a heavy amount of points because this track Lewis always does well. In Singapore, so does Lewis Fernando. Track. Yeah. So and Seb when he was racing, you know. But um, oh, just quickly on Seb, mm-hmm. he did an interview um, with Martin Brundle, and obviously it's you know what, fuck it, we'll, we'll, we'll go a little bit clickbaity and take know, stuff out of context. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't closed the door to a return back to F1 no he's he like, has not he said what everyone would say it's like you just don't know what's going to happen in the future no exactly um, um, I don't think he will come back I think he's happy doing his sustainability work uh, and everything I but, uh, I think that the only chance of him coming back is if Audi ask him to come in and help set up the team as a German manufacturer and they promised to do some work with him around sustainability and stuff like that, which Audi are already doing, to be fair to them. They're already trying to do work on sustainability. But I think that if he doesn't come back for Audi, he won't come back at all. 
No. Um, I agree. Unless and it's like it one-off. It's like a one-off race um, where for some he reason well? he could he could come back. Uh, I think he's 36? He is 36, yeah. Yeah, 36. So, I mean, yeah. don't, Schumacher don't and Fernando test me. I, I, know, I know Vettel. I know my goat. What? <laughs> so yeah, he could. He could still come back. He's he's got it in him. He easily so. could come back. I mean, Alonso is eight hundred nine, so I, I think he could easily come back. Yeah, but when Alonso was off, he was still racing competitively. True. Yeah, and also he was obviously electrocuted in the McLaren, which is why he doesn't age anymore. So he still has like the ability to drive like a twenty-five year old. So there's you know. <laughs> There's that too, so <laughs> allegedly. But <laughs> but um yeah, no. Um also actually something to add. Ooh. I have decided to go to a Formula One uh watch party. Oh. Okay. So But you were um, at one a couple of weeks ago, weren't you? No, I wasn't. In Zandvoort, in Amsterdam. I thought you went to a watch party. I thought you told me you were going to a watch party. No, no, I went to Rotterdam. Um, which is like an hour away from Zandvoort. Um, but we didn't, we saw it with some Dutch fans. Ah, it wasn't okay, sorry, right. Like a watch party. Sure. So, so in the UK, we have the F1 arcade, yes, and they run watch parties, but it, they're always super busy and packed mm. out. They, and I asked them when I first went to the F1 arcade, um, I was like, look, would you ever do it for a race like uh, Japan or something, which is super early in the morning? And they're like, I don't think we can for like licensing, like alcohol selling. Reasons. Sure, yeah. Got a message saying Formula One race party at Japan, which is like a five or six a.m. start. Message one of my mates, same mates actually went to Singapore. It's like, do you want to go? It's like, yeah, let's go. Nice. So you're going to F1 so, Arcade for Japan? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Just waiting on a couple more people to confirm, but I will be going to F1 Arcade at five a.m. in the morning. Jesus um, Christ. But. I'm sure it'll be worth it. And yeah, if I do yeah, go, yeah. I'll, I'll document it all on our Instagram. Yes, and, you absolutely yeah. should. Yeah, 100%. So, um, so yeah, um, I love my sleep, but uh, yeah, it's got to be, it's you gotta be done. You also love your F1. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Singapore, I'm... Do you want to talk about the track change? Yes, let's talk about the track it? change. Uh, if you yeah. don't know, the track has changed. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they've <laughs> they've removed one of the chicanes in uh, in sector three, uh, which is arguably the best part of the track. Or two chicanes, didn't they? Two chicanes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so they've made a straight instead of like having like a like a dip in in the track, um, which I think might take a little bit of the soul out of the track. But I think it will also make it potentially a little bit interesting and a little bit different. I. Th- I think it could help uh, increase overtaking opportunities because now yeah. they've basically created another straight where before it was like, was it there's left, right, right, left again or something like that? The uh, opposite way so, around. Right, so right, left. Right, left, left, right. Left, right. Uh, okay. So it ducked under the bridge, didn't it? Yeah. But my, I, I was thinking it does help overtaking opportunities, but for if you're like Aston, you're like, mm. oh, that could have really but suited if you're Williams... There. If you're Williams, it will help. You. So, yeah, because they got rid of the Singapore sling, didn't they? Um, yeah. A few years back. Which, to be honest, really wasn't a corner. <laughs> no, it was more of just like a hazard. 
<laughs> just one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if that improves racing. But apparently they've done it for, I don't think it was done on purpose to make the track different. I think it was done for building purposes or the surrounding safety area. Safety reasons, don't know. It's, yeah. it's, what, it's what I've seen. Um, mm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that changes up the track. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It's it's one of my favorite races. And w- regardless if Max wins or not, something is definitely going to happen in that race. There's something, be yeah, something has to happen. Like an outrageous podium. Like um, an outrageous podium, maybe some crazy crashes like yeah. we had uh, a few years back. And do you, do you what's remember- the weather saying? Bahrain like a couple of years ago when only like 11 cars finished no I don't remember it was something ridiculous like that it was the first race after after pre-season testing I think it was like the 2021 season and it was the first race and only like half the cars finished it could be something outrageous like that because of because of the weather um if you haven't seen it's rainstorms predicted Uh, so I was literally about to ask rainstorms Um, so let me quickly double check Singapore weather. Um, so this is on the official F1 thing. Uh, so Sunday it says a high chance of thundery and heavy showers during the day and towards the evening. Uh, and the chance of rain is 60%. Ooh. Ooh. So it's huh? going. It's going to be interesting. Um, that's for sure. Uh, like I think that weather will definitely play a part into it. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, qualifying will probably be dry. Ah, but it seems like it will probably dry out for the race in the evening. But obviously, we all know that weather forecasts can change. Um, yeah. So who knows? But the humidity will be at. 63 percent okay okay which is quite humid well anything else to just mix it up look i i know there's a whole meme and you know it would be nice to see a different team winning not even a different driver just a different team but i you've got to give it to red bull if they do win every race this season oh yeah you, you know? have to <laughs> you have um, to um, that's it's not necessarily Singapore GP related, but no. I would like to discuss some of the comments made by Toto Wolf recently. Are you I, talking about the Wikipedia comments? The Wikipedia comments uh, and a couple of others that I can't remember off the top of my head. I know um, there was also some comments about Lewis, about mm. his teammates compared to... Which yes. Should should just be like just stopped but it's just going back and forth now yeah so so i think it's it's very clever from toto because what he's doing is he is grabbing headlines and he's taking away and potentially taking away flack from his drivers so mm-hmm. i actually appreciate that he's potentially protecting the you know the um the like the mental health impact that it could take on like you know media hounding drivers for not doing very well or hounding the team for not building a a particularly uh you know particularly great car he is actually creating headlines that you know take away from that flag so i kind of respect it in in a way um because even if it just stops one negative story from getting to one person who works in fabrication in in brackley 
then it helps. So I think fair play to him. But also at the same time, please stop whining, please. <laughs> because nobody was whining like this, like like when you were uh, like this dominant, like nobody else was whining so, like that. Uh, and can, also... Can we, can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. So a lot of people compare the dominance, but was hmm. Lewis and Mercedes that dominant as Max and Red Bull no. were? So apparently the average like time that that Mercedes were winning by over the seasons was was like longer meaning that they um they won by more of a distance than Max has won any races this year. So the gap between first and second for Hamilton's seasons uh was bigger than the gap between first and second for this season and Max and, and I mean, if you look at it, like, yeah, the car was dominant, but 2014, Max versus Lewis. Mm. 2015 was more edged towards Lewis. Uh, sorry, Max versus Lewis, Nico versus Lewis. Yes. Yeah, 2015 yeah. was more edged towards Lewis, and then Nico went on that run at the end. 2016, Nico wins. And you got 2017, 18, 19. Seb was there, thereabouts for a little bit. Mm. 2020, Lewis pretty much just... He didn't win the first race. He just smashed it out of the park, and then 2021 was was Max winning. So yeah. I think the domination's a little bit different, mainly because Nico put up a, a bit of a fight um, for the first three seasons, True. and then at least Ferrari did for for a little bit here and there. So definitely Max and Red Bull are way more way more dominant. But yeah. um, you know they they're doing the best job. Hats off to them. And yeah, I think that especially because the we know that the regulations are going to change in 2026 as well. So yeah. the the domination would be 2022 realistically because let's be honest that Mercedes probably had the better car during 2021 arguably. Um especially during the end of the season. Jesus Christ, that thing was a rocket, especially in Brazil. My god. Um anyway, so the <laughs> but so I would argue that the the domination could realistically go from 22 to 26. So 22, 3, 4, 5, 6. I'd, I'd even say the second half of 22 because they were fighting Ferrari yeah, up until true. about Austria. Yeah, true. Um, so like, actually, sorry, I included 2026. So it would be 25, 24, 23 and half of 22. So even then, yeah. that's only three and a half years potentially of domination. Um, yep. I just, I just think it was a different beast because you knew as well that Mercedes were turning down their engines. As far as we know, Red Bull haven't done that. So this is what I'm saying. Please stop whining about it because I don't need to salt my pasta water at the moment with how much salt is coming out of his mouth. It is insane. Please calm down. But also yeah. at the same time, thank you for defending your team and your drivers and trying to take a little bit of flack away from it. But also at the same time, I can't really feel sorry for you billionaire so there's that as well um that's my other <laughs> that's my other point as well um it's quite tough to feel bad for billionaires to be completely honest but there I we mean, go I, I reckon behind the scenes i reckon they like hold their hands up normal so, bloke you know what yeah. fair play yeah. fair play well done obviously in front it's just like okay let's deflect like you yeah. said away from the drivers away from the team yeah as a leader just the buck stops with me just write your headlines about me and uh We'll just continue to work hard for next season and see what happens then. Do you know what I given given the last like few 
months, I guess, of like doing a lot more research into Formula One, obviously for this podcast and stuff like that. I reckon that that's the sort of man that Fred is. Fred Vasseur, you know, I feel like he's like a proper normal bloke. Do you, know, yeah. do you know what I mean? He's not like the one, like especially in those driver meetings, uh, driver meetings, those uh, team principal meetings and stuff like that. We all know, like, <laughs> if you've got a problem with your car, change your fucking car. <laughs> we all know about those incidents and stuff like that. And I imagine that Fred is literally just like, just crack on with it, lads. Just please. Fred, Fred's just no nonsense. No, right? yeah, I don't that's think he's what not I here like. to play yeah. media games. He's not yeah. here to market himself, no. kind of thing. You know, he's just like. We're going to just go racing and be the Super best passionate about the sport, just wants to get yeah. the job done, wants to win, wants to be successful. Um, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think if you compare him to Gunther as well, I think Gunther's just a bit more show business. That's the main difference, I imagine. Yeah. And also he has a bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> Come so... on, Gene. <laughs> well, actually, that's hell, something. Do you, want to, do you want to very quickly touch on that? Because apparently... On... Apparently, Haas are going to bring their B-Spec car to Austin. Yeah, we talked about it in the last podcast. Yes, um, I, I couldn't remember whether or not we talked about it actually. And then as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh, damn it!" Yeah, we did talk about that. Fucking Gene, we bring the fucking B-Spec car. <laughs> fucking um, get some fucking points here. I did. I did like a. <laughs> I did. Like, <laughs> there was a video of him doing an interview, and he closed the door, and it was like, "Did not fuck smash door." <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't think we have anything else to talk about about Singapore. We could definitely talk about Thick Rick a bit more. Um, yeah. But for now, I think we should leave both of them, and we should probably wrap up because I don't really think there's too much else to cover. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's race week. It's Singapore. And it could be a high chance for a different person on the top of the podium. Let's hope but so. But expect us next week to be talking about how uh, Max, Max did dominated. It again. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed, everyone. Well, you know what? It's the hope that keeps you going. You know, it's the hopium. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think I saw a quote which was like, yes, I know 99% chance that Max is going to win, but it's that 1% chance that he won't win that keeps me yeah. watching Formula 1. And that's what I love <laughs> about this sport. And I was like, that is a very poetic way to describe the current climate for sure. But yeah, let's let's wrap it up here. Let's uh, Let's call it a day for now. Yeah, I reckon Max hears his comments. He's like, well, I'm, I'm going to win just to fuck you in particular. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, thank you all very much for listening. If you haven't already, give us a follow on our socials, subscribe to wherever you listen to the podcast. Leave us um, a rating. It, means a, <laughs> it does actually mean a lot. It it's really nice does, to see yeah. that little number go up by one or two. Um, and it's free. <laughs> it is free, yes. Yeah, and it gets us happier than... Uh, Emily and Daniel Ricardo. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, no, I yeah. think especially especially the the followers as well. We're so close to 800 followers. So if you're listening to this right now and you're already following us, thanks. Create duplicate accounts and do the same thing. But also, just <laughs> uh, we're so close. So if you haven't followed us already, we are very, very close to 800 followers. Come and have a, come and have a follow. Why not? Come and have a gander at some of the memes that we oh, create. Oh, God, some of them are pretty bad. Some of them are amazing, but some of them are bad. Do you know what it is? The ones that I don't think are funny do well, yeah. and the ones that really mean a lot to me do They do, do awful, that well. yeah. It's, it's really But I still look at it, and it makes me smile. I'm like, I don't care if it's got two likes. I like I'm it. I'm proud of this. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> but, yeah, all right, we will leave it there. Let's, cool. Let's uh, speak sign to you next off. week. Yep, speak to you guys next week. Enjoy the race.